The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This month's Tac Pack box is incredible, and next month's going to be great as well. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson for Tac Pack at TacPack.com. Tac is in tactical, pack is in package, TacPack.com. It's a monthly subscription box for gun people started by Second Amendment supporters. All of the customers get the same box, the same items are in each box, but it's like Christmas every month because you get surprises in the mail. Now, the value of each box is always over 100 bucks, but it only costs you $49.95 a month, and you can cancel cancel anytime so you're not on the hook it works great and you get great stuff in it now coming up next month a never before seen blade from sog tactical yeah never before this is brand new this is going to be hands down the best range kit they've ever tested just go to tacpack.com and sign up today again it's tacpack.com why choose them because they're shooters they shoot competitively and they love shooters tacpack is the premier subscription box for shooters and edc fanatics go to tacpack.com joining us now is rachel smith rachel how are you I'm okay. How are you doing? Doing real well. We uh, became aware of your story online. Rachel is a mom who has an interesting and unfortunately pretty sad story. Even more unfortunate is your story is not even all that unique. It's happened to many people. Your son was really abducted by your, your, is he your ex-husband? Your son's father? Uh, Never married, but he's my son's father. Okay, so you have a son with this. How old is your son? He's three. He'll be four in a few days. Okay, he'll be four in a few days. And this man takes your son and moves to a foreign country. Correct. To Lebanon. To Lebanon. I can't even imagine. It's bad enough when it happens in the U.S., but when it happens in a foreign country, it's going to be even more difficult to get your son back. Exactly, because it's not part of the Hague Convention. So tell us how this all started. Give Tell us the story. Well, I've been going through the courts for a while with custody issues with the father, and I have filed an injunction after injunction, emergency motions to modify this parenting plan, stating that I feared that someday that this would happen to me, that he would take our son out of the country and hide him from me and that I would never see him again. I have, he has threatened to do that. And now my worst nightmare is coming through on August 1st. He had broken into my home while I was at work and a babysitter was with my son. Um, and then uh, he was arrested for burglary with a dwelling of an Burglary of a dwelling and child interference. Later on, within seven hours, the police arrested him. Um, At that time, the next day, I went to the court and I filed an injunction for for protection for domestic violence for myself and my son. It was immediately denied, saying that there was no indicators that I would be a victim of domestic violence. In that injunction, I stated again how I feared that he would be kidnapping him and taking him out of the country. I had to wait a couple of weeks for a subsequent hearing. And in that point, they had me return my son. They offered to return my son to the father and give him every other time sharing. So we had a next court date. Um, so they were, so, 20- so the courts were still working out 
the custody arrangement at that point? Yeah, there's still custody pending. We had to go in front of a different judge. Okay. When I had to go to court, it was for the domestic violence for me to get a no contact order for myself and for my son. And so when it was pending, they said, hey, let's offer the father every other weekend until then. So within 24 hours of me allowing the father to exercise his court-ordered time sharing, he had sold all of his belongings, and he had picked him up from preschool at noon like he was supposed to, and he had fled the country. Um, he was supposed to, my son was supposed to be back to school on Monday, no later than 9 a.m. Um, at 9 a.m. I contacted the, I contacted his school to make sure that he was there. He did not show up. I started to worry, so wanted to give it to noon and maybe, you know, he was just doing this again. He has a history of withholding him from me on multiple occasions. Later on in the evening, I really started to worry. We filed an emergency motion with the court, but at that time I went by his house and he wasn't home with his car. So then I left and then I had a, another, just an instinct that something wasn't right and that I needed to talk to somebody. So I went to his house and I asked a neighbor to go, please knock on his door. I think that my son has been abducted. And the neighbor went and knocked on his door and said that, in fact, he had just sold all of his belongings in the yard sale and had moved out. So then at that point, I had to contact the police. You knew it, you knew it, you knew at that point something, this was not yeah. going to be good. Yeah. And the police immediately took action. FBI got involved immediately. And then the, um, it was late at night when that had occurred. And then the following day, I get the worst knock at my door that my son had, in fact, traveled to Beirut, Lebanon. Wow. When, when did you get that note? How long has that been since you found that out, that they told you he had taken him to Lebanon? I found out Tuesday morning. So that's not even been a month yet. This has been a few weeks. It, it just, he had just flown out of Tampa International Airport on Friday. And with that being said, I, I've had it, I have court documents that my son is not to be issued a passport. So how, did, how was he able to get him out of the country without a passport? So what he did was he went to... He went to the embassy in Michigan, and oh. he obtained a Lebanese passport since he's a dual citizen. Oh, oh wow! So I would. I, had my I would think there should be some sort. Of, so he was not able to get one. That stop order was in place, right? Yeah, a, a, a U.S. passport. Yeah, I had my son on a U.S. Um, insurance program that. It would alert me if he was going to try to get him a passport. Okay, see, Rachel, there should be some sort of metric in place then if you have that, if the U.S. has that in place, there should be some sort of metric that also flags them if they try to use a, another passport for the same person. Uh, that just seems... 
there's not. Wow. All right. And now the American government needs to get involved to this and demand that my innocent young little U.S. citizen to be returned to the United States. When is your son's birthday? My son's birthday is on September 10th. He'll be four years old. Rachel, I feel horrible for you, and it's part of the reason we wanted to have you on. Um, I don't know what we can do. The best we're trying to do is hopefully um, let people know what's going on. Uh, people have been using the hashtag bring Dexter home. So if you want to use that, maybe that puts a little extra pressure. I don't. Are you getting help from from your congressman? You know, are they have they spoke with Lebanese? About, we are getting in contact with the Senator Bill Nelson and Senator Rubio. All right. And. Uh, who is your Who is your congressman? Are you in Tampa? Yes, I'm in Tampa. Is it Dave Jolly? Is he your congressman? Do you know? I know Dave I'm, is. Dave I, I'm sorry, I, I'm not quite. Sure. That's okay. That's fine. It may be Dave Jolly. He's one. I don't know all of them in the area. Um, I have a relationship with Dave. I can put in a call as well. We'll try to do that. Um, but you should contact both your senators, both of your senators in Florida, and your congressman, and and travel every path. Um, you'll likely get more traction with one versus another. Um, I would use the midterm elections. Bill Nelson is up for re-election. Make sure you remind him of that. Um, everybody in the House is as well. Put the pressure on, because um, that's probably your only recourse. They have to get involved at this point. Yes, they have to. They absolutely have to. I mean, I certainly believe so in both parents having rights, I, but you have been denied I, yours. Huh? I said, right. I believe in parents, you know, both having a certain degree of rights. But as soon as he broke into your house, everything changes. And number two, he has denied you your rights. It's not even a 50 50. This is this is not good. Dexter is also an American citizen. Yes, it's gone above that. And also, uh, Rach, uh, you also have a GoFundMe page, and we'll tweet out a picture, uh, a, a link to your GoFundMe page, because you know court fees will start uh, <laughs> adding up because we're going to try as best as we can to you know to bring back Dexter. So here's here's what we'll do: we'll tweet out a link to the GoFundMe page. You contact your congressman okay. as well. I'll put in a call to Dave Jolly's office to see if he if he can help. Um, Thank you. And yeah, absolutely. I and then we're going to keep. I just uh, had a web page going. Um, started and it's called bringdexterhome.com. Okay, good. Make sure to put all the information up there. And then we'll um, continue to tell your story in that if there's anybody, any attorneys that listen or if you know of an attorney who would be willing to help uh, Rachel, maybe even a pro bono because this is going to get pricey real quick. Um, maybe yeah. you could let us know as well. Let us know on social media. Tweet at us a bunch of times. Call the 800 number, 888-900-3393. Anytime where you get through and just say, give Doc and Chris this information. Uh, keep okay, us posted, Rachel, and we'll check in with you in a couple of days, okay? Okay, thank you so much. All right, thanks so much. Uh, bring Dexter home. I wish you could spend more time with her, but this is going to be a, a long, slow process, unfortunately. Um, I have no problem and, and absolutely support both parents having rights. And his, his father should have whatever rights are due him. But you know what? When you break into someone's home, that shifts significantly. And number two, you have denied her 100% of her parental rights. Period. You violated American law. You did something immoral on top of it. And you stole him and took him to Beirut, an American citizen. Sorry, dude. Sorry. 
if I if I'm the judge, if I'm the court, you've just been denied all custody. She gets 100% custody and will consider visitation rights supervised in the future. Oh, but now that you stole, oh, yeah, no, that that's a, no, yeah. At this point, once you stole no, it, maybe you, that's not even. Well, that. At this point, I am locking that door, and that door will not open until he, I mean, the kid he, asks, "Do I have a well, father?" Well, no, he abducted him, so he's going to go to yes. jail. You got to go yes. to jail first. Yes. So there's you got to be have that punishment as well. But all right, let me get a quick break, and we'll come back and uh, see what you can do. Please, we'll tweet out a link to all of her information. You're waking up to the morning blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. If you hear yourself saying, feels pretty good to see somebody rub their nose in it, you may be addicted to outrage. We've expressed our outrage at everyone and everything that is different. Every thumbs up is like a dopamine surge and every retweet is a serotonin hit. In my new book, Addicted to Outrage, we bring clarity to this addiction. If enough of us can just drop our anger and outrage, we might just stand a chance to heal ourselves. Addicted to Outrage by Glenn Beck. Pre-order now at glennbeck.com slash addicted to outrage. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.